You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, From the AfterBuzz studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's The Bridge After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show, it's AfterBuzz TV's The Bridge After Show. Creepy again, as always. Bing is for doing, and we are back doing another episode of The Bridge. It's season one, episode nine, entitled The Beetle. I'm your host for the evening, Paige Sullivan. Dave Klein couldn't be with us this evening. He's actually not feeling well, so he's sad to miss out, but he'll definitely be here next week. And I'm joined by my co-host once again. You can introduce yourself. I am Tommy Rosera. How are you doing? Yes, so we're going to break down this episode, just the two of us, and... It was a good one, but for me, it was lackluster. Yeah, you weren't feeling it. I wasn't feeling it. I wanted to because I thought this was going to be like an intense, crazy episode. I mean, a lot of stuff did happen, though. Maybe. I know. A lot happened, but don't you feel like nothing was answered? Like, we don't have anything more than we had last episode. Yeah, there was a lot of stuff that happened, but there was a lot of setup, I think, for down the line that's going to pay off in yeah. the next few episodes, which is never, you know, it's not always fulfilling, but... Right. There has to be episodes like this, you know, mm-hmm. the, the fluff episodes to get you where you need to be. So I think we, I, I think that uh, Hastings, I think he actually, I'm, I'm on board now that he might actually be the guy. You, oh, so, okay, so you were like, <laughs> oh, this skeptic. is him after everything. We've been dragging it out for so long. I figured maybe, you know, there was like maybe one more little, twist. but yeah, no, I think, I'm kind of on board now. But he's, he's like a psychopath. Like, he's so normal, and then he just like changes. And he's, he's like, a, oh, here's a grenade. He's a great, or whatever he is. Is he is it officially a serial killer now, or is he more just a sociopath, psychopath? Sociopath, maybe, because serial killers, I feel like, don't they commit somewhat the same crime over and over? I mean, granted, he leaves this, the bead over and uh-huh. over, and there's like a method to his madness. Maybe he is a serial killer? He's been mixing it up, though. Yeah, I, I know, and he's targeting so many different people, but uh-huh. we'll dive into him a little bit later. We'll get started off first with Charlotte, um, you know, She's in a world of trouble right now. Mm-hmm. I don't know what else to say about it. I mean, there's murder. There's uh, the cops are involved. There's stabbing with a pitchfork. And poor and Caesar. Yeah, Caesar. Poor Caesar. This episode. I feel like he's he, going to play a bigger role than we initially thought. Yeah, he he really stepped up this episode. I think he. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because he when they first found when he showed her the tunnel to Mexico, he was kind of like. I don't know anything. Like, this is just what mm-hmm. it is. But now she... So, well, you know, if you watch the episode, Graciela was in there and basically was about to kill Caesar and Charlotte. And Caesar shot her bodyguard and then Charlotte killed Graciela. All because of what Ray did. Yeah. Ray really just, you know... And where is Ray? Why is Ray... He was on the couch, wasn't he? Ray's <laughs> watching TV inside. It's like, where are you? Like, your your girlfriend's basically being attacked by this Mexican woman who wants to kill you. Mm-hmm. 
I don't understand. And you were worried about, you were concerned about Caesar when that whole, the whole horse scene was a little bit, uh, very tense, actually. Yeah. Every time they throw a horse in there now, I get, I get nervous. <laughs> I know. It's like, are they going to hang a horse? Well, I was worried instead of the horse, it would be Caesar, mm. um, who was dead when she got in there. Luckily, he's not dead, but he's also now an accomplice to murdering and covering it up and whatever they were doing in the tunnel. Yeah. And he's going to go out with a date with his wife to the movies tonight. I know. That's so, I mean, they, it's just so nonchalant. Like, we murdered them. Okay. What do we do now? We bury them. What do we do now? Nothing. And he, Caesar tells her not to tell Ray. Yeah, and that's, I mean, that, yeah. But I mean, how is he not going to know? That's my question. Is you it just, like, Ray's blow it off? dealing with Graciela? So what happens when he contacts her and she doesn't answer? Or he goes to Mexico and she's not there? Or when he goes down there and the, and the door's shut to go to the tunnel. Which, I, she's probably not even going to do that, actually. Shut the door? Yeah. That'd be the smart play right now, right? Well, she said to Caesar, so what, we'll talk tomorrow about the tunnel. So it mm. looks like she's kind of in it now. She's like... In it for the long run, she's going to keep that tunnel open? I mean, if I had to venture a guess, I would say that Graciela has a, probably a lot of people working for her. And if she's missing for maybe, you know, a day or two, they might come looking for her. Perhaps here's, in the tunnel? Here's my question, though. She's kind of like the ringleader. She's the queen of whatever it is she's running. If she doesn't give the orders, do they care? So you, do you they have the like loyalty? A second in charge that's going to step up and just yeah. Do they have loyalty to her? Do they even care really about her? Because in a situation with, say, Fosto... His henchman, that big guy, I don't really remember his name right now, he definitely seems loyal to Fosto, mm-hmm. but is everybody else, or are they just with him because they're afraid of him, and because he puts bodies up on telephone poles to That's scare true. everybody? So, point. are they legitimately loyal? Do they care to find her? If she is dead, do they care to find out who killed her? Does it matter? My point is that door is not safe if it's open. No, well, no, it's not. <laughs> somebody, somebody's going to come through at some mm-hmm. point. Somebody they don't want. I, but Fosto now is aware of it too. So if it's not somebody who Graciela was working with, it's Fosto. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which now she might end up dealing with him. The whole. If I was Charlotte, I would just move from that whole estate. I mean, it's nice and all, but it's. I think it's. I think it's a hotbed for uh, for crime. Yeah. At, at the time. And somebody mentioned once, I think in the YouTube comments, that uh, her daughter, her daughter or stepdaughter, Kate, was also living there. But we haven't seen that. And my impression is that she's gone back to live. Where she was previously. I don't think she was living with them. I think she was solely there for the funeral and for all of that going on and that she's long gone. Oh, yeah. She has moved. I forgot about her. We haven't seen her. And because I was saying, I think one of these actresses, I was saying she she should sell it. She should get out. But then again, there is the will to think about. Kate probably, you know, has some say in whether the house stays or goes. And, you know, maybe she can't. But she herself should remove herself from the estate. It's not that hard to just find an apartment downtown or... Mm-hmm move back to Tampa and just say it's too hard to live there knowing move that your husband Ray. passed. Yeah, well, I don't know if Ray <laughs> even has a place to live Ray probably in, has like a studio. And he probably got less messy. than a studio. He probably like couch surfs for a living. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. But I think if she, she could even use the excuse like my husband died. It's too sad to live there in the home we created together. The, yeah. I mean, the Graciela thing, that was, I was, that was, I did not see that coming at all. Did you? Oh, no. I didn't think she was going mean, to. I thought it was Ray. I thought Ray was, it was done this episode. He was and out. we haven't seen the cops at all. Mm-hmm. So Ray Ray kind of got off scot free this whole episode. Yeah. Like nothing happened to him. He knows nothing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe Charlotte can work with the police. Maybe she can like I don't know. Don't you think she's too deep into it now that to be working with the police? No, she could be like Carl never told me. Yeah. And then Ray came into the picture and Graciela hung a horse and I was scared and he said he'd handle it and I just let him handle it. I didn't understand what was happening. And so maybe. She could just play the dumb wife. It could be a good defense. I mean, it might work. I mean, if she honestly is like, I don't know, then she can go with that. Mm-hmm. You know who I didn't think about was the lawyer. Oh, Lyle Lovelace? Yeah, he might, he might pose an issue for, for this. 
That's true. <laughs> but then again, does he really poke around unless Graciela asks him to? I don't know. Yeah, I forgot about him. He's only Lila Lower has only made a, a couple appearances. <laughs> I know he's only been there two or three times. Oh, mm-hmm. with the black bean soup or whatever yeah. it was, and yeah, he's one of my favorite ancillary characters. Well, I like him, but I just don't want to see him again because it just means bad news it's if true. we do. It's true. I mean, it'll play out. We'll see what happens with that, but I don't know. I don't think it's going to be good. Yeah, I mean, and I am concerned, but but you know, Caesar stepping up this week. Caesar, you know, he went from here to here, so at least he's where I do feel bad for him. I feel bad, but, like, because he's so mixed up in this, and he seems like a genuinely good guy yeah. who's working his butt off to provide for his family. But, I mean, you know, be fair, he's been mixed up in this for a long time. Yes, but I don't think it was ever to this level that it's gotten right now. I think Carl said, this is here, this is kind of what's going on, don't touch it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't think he was really involved in what was happening. You don't think he was shooting people? But do you think he was, do you think he set it up now, come to think about it? Because Graciela knows who he is. Yeah. So you think he said... You, you, Do you think maybe Graciela contacted Caesar, who reached out to Carl? Oh, so he was on the inside, and they found the... I don't know. That's a good... Not on the inside, maybe, but maybe she knew him. Maybe somebody she works with is a family member of Caesar's, and... Yeah. I don't know. That's an interesting point, though. I never even would have thought because of that. Because she even says, she's like, Caesar, don't get involved. You're just, you know, a servant. Yeah. But so she knew who he was. She knows yeah. who he is by name. They probably went way back, though, because her and Carl, you know, how long do you think they've been doing that for? Oh, forever. Yeah. Probably a really long time. I don't know. We don't. We won't have these answers from Graciela because she's <laughs> long gone now, and so is Carl. So yeah. all we have is Caesar. So maybe, maybe he'll fill us in. Ooh, maybe episode. we'll get a flashback with them next week. That would be nice. I would actually like to see how this all started, like the jumping off point yeah. for the tunnel. They have been. They've been really going to the flashbacks lately. So yeah, this whole episode's kind of started with a flashback, a pretty intense one. But um, before that, Stephen Linder briefly appeared in this episode after his nightmare slash sex dream with Ava last episode. This and Fosto. Epi- and Fosto. This episode, he goes to see her and talk to um, the gentleman who, I'm blanking on his name right now, but he has that house where she's living. He sketches me out, by the way. He's supposed to be like... A man of God, but he also was like, "Oh, you like to watch her work? I like to watch her work." I'm like, "Okay." There was not. Did you notice there was not a lot of people there at the 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 Jesus camp or whatever it's called? The, yeah, I don't know. It was it was only Ava or yeah. There used to be more though. There, uh, yeah. The first time they went there, there was a bunch of people working around. I think I saw one other guy that they passed when they were coming up on the porch. Mm, yeah. But he basically went there to kind of bare his soul and say he killed somebody. And the guy was like, oh, yeah, after my after I killed somebody for the first time, I was starving. I ate so many hamburgers. That like, was kind of odd and okay. creepy. Very creepy. It was creepy. I think he went there just to flirt with Ava. I mean, that's I think it was it was like 10% get yeah. something off his chest, 90% flirt with Ava. I, yeah, I wouldn't call it flirting because I don't think he knows how to flirt. I think it was he wanted to see Ava after that dream. And he also feels very guilty about what happened with mm-hmm. Hector. And he even says, oh, you love Hector. And she says, yeah, I did, yeah. but I didn't I didn't mean to and I shouldn't have. Mm-hmm. But So, like I said, I didn't get the point of this in this episode. I felt like there was a lot more going on. But I think these are just building blocks to what's happening. Yeah, I, I think I really think something's going to happen between Linda and Ava. I think it's got to. I hope so. I'm, pull, I'm pulling for Linda. I hope know? so because she seems to genuinely like him and view him as somebody who really helped her in a time of need. Yeah. And he feels strongly towards her and he feels like he's protecting her and he's looking out for her. I mean, he, he did. He offed... What was the... Oh, Hector, yeah. Hector. I mean, granted, I don't know if he would have looked for Hector and tried to kill Hector had Hector not come into his home and tried to murder mm-hmm. him. So, I mean, it's not like Stephen was like, I'm going to avenge Ava. I'm going to, you know, yeah. make sure she's not scared of him anymore. It was just something that kind of happened. But now he's really kind of far into this. He's pretty deep into it with Ava. 
Everyone, everyone's getting. I feel like deeper than they than they anticipated. Intended, yeah. But I mean, you get into the, that business, so it's bound to happen eventually, right? I think that's the thing. It's just like you know, it's a snowball effect. You do one mm-hmm. thing, and it just gets deeper and deeper and deeper. And I mean, we we'll have to see what plays out with Steven and Ava. I kind of hope they get together yeah, get, in some sense. I don't know. I'm sure it would be the most awkward sex scene of the whole series, oh. but... That dream was so awkward. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I, I don't know. The whole thing with... I like Steven Linder, but I just... You know, he's an awkward guy. Yeah. I was creeped out by his voice at first. I'm starting. It's starting to grow on me. I kind of... Sometimes I have a hard time understanding what he's saying. I have to, like, really listen very yeah. closely because it's kind of like a monotone mumble and I can't you tell where cotton in your mouth yeah like where does one word end and the next begin sometimes like that's what I'm getting but I think that's what he's supposed to sound yeah. like but it's it's a little difficult so I, I mumble sometimes too so I kind of understand that yeah that maybe kind of I mean maybe I just need to <laughs> hang out with people who mumble more and then I'll get Steven Linder a little there better you go. There you go. but I do like his character and I like mm-hmm. Ava and she seemed genuinely happy to see him happy-ish yeah not ecstatic but she was happy-ish no, she was you know she wasn't creeped out not creeped she was out thankful. Yeah, she seemed thankful. So, I mean, hopefully this plays out in a good way because he seems like a good guy who just needs things to go his way. Mm -hmm. I don't know. But if you have any opinions on this or you want to let us know your thoughts on Stephen or Charlotte, you can check us out on iTunes. You can comment, rate us, let us know what you're thinking. As always, we kind of try. I respond to the comments very often. So you'll see me on there. And um, we really appreciate the feedback and hearing what you guys think because these episodes are jam-packed with information. It's really hard to stay on top of it all and all the names and all the people and the details. So you guys are very helpful in reminding us of things we may have forgotten or overlooked. So don't forget to check that out. And you'll also have to tell us what you thought about this episode. It looked like it was going to be mind-blowing and crazy. And I didn't feel like that with what happened with David and Alma and Marco. Did you? Well, I mean, there was a lot of tense There was a lot of tense moments. I mean, the... The grenade thing. You can't really take the pin out of a grenade and put it in someone's hands and not have, like, a really... I mean, it was kind of... It was, I don't want to say cheesy, but, you know, I feel like it, whatever he's doing is extremely calculated and, you know... But he didn't even, like, play it that well. You know, he got too creepy before giving her the grenade. You know yeah, what I mean? that's true. He's like, close your eyes. And then she peeks and he was like, girls, tell mommy to close her eyes or keep her eyes closed. And then... He wasn't listening to what she was saying. If he'd kept, like, a light, upbeat air about him, I think it would have had a better, better effect on her. Yeah, he peaked a little early on that Didn't one. he? He got, like, super excited to be handing her a grenade. Well, that's the thing. Maybe he didn't want... I mean, obviously he didn't want her to die there, though. Here's the thing. I don't think... We, we, we get that impression because she didn't die there. Yeah. But he didn't know she wasn't going to let go of it. He didn't know she wasn't going to try to pull some stunt. But didn't you think... Like, this is a guy who's allegedly hacked up all these bodies. I mean, didn't you think he would have done something like that instead of blown her up? No, because every murder's been different with him. Every yeah, Almost every single murder's been different. There's a lot of knife work in there. There is a lot of neck knife work and, going and on. And sawing and legs and legs. But there's also just the poison of the water. Oh, yeah. And there was... I'm trying to think of who else... He, this is sad, who else he killed. I was going to say the guy last week, but he did slice his throat. Yeah. So. I mean, I feel like... I don't know. I feel like there's more... There's just... The, the plan has already been really intricate. I feel like it's just... He knew that she wasn't going to... Gonna or the, the chances were lower. I mean, why would he give him the coordinates to see the blown up bodies or? But he to get- okay. I, I I see where you're going with that, but I think maybe you're right. Maybe it was a bigger plan where he was going after Gus more than he was going after Alma and the kids. Yeah, that's like, true. Because he waited till he heard from Gus before he did the coordinates. So if he'd never heard from Gus, was he going to give her, them the coordinates? Can we back up a second? Talk yeah. about how uh, 
Xena made an appearance this week, which Zena. in case anyone was paying, playing at home, I predicted last week. Yes, yes. He did predict Xena would show up. Uh, not what I was expecting for Xena. She was very pierced. She looks very, like a Xena, though. She does look like a Xena. But all I think of, like, Xena, Xenon girl of the 21st century, like, mm-hmm. that's all I think of. I don't know. <laughs> so that's what I thought this little blonde girl in pink would come running up. But uh, guess not. I didn't think it was going to be Xena on the street, though, when she scared him. Yeah. That's weird, though. So let's talk about she. He hasn't talked to her in years. He hasn't seen, seen her, her in years. years. Yeah. Because she moved away. Did we ever establish the reconnection via text or no? Or is that just assumed? No, I think we never saw it and we never heard it. But it, what it sounds like is Zena must have reached out. Yeah. Zena, who wasn't Zena. Um, and just being friendly. Mm-hmm. You know, it's I moved away. We were good friends. Sup, Gus? Yeah, sup, Gus. Tell me about your life. Like, all the older women you're stalking. <laughs> the mills. So how's your dad doing? That was so funny. I have to say, for me, this episode, the biggest highlight was Sonia. She was yeah, so she, funny. She, the MILF line and what else? There was I'm something not else. I'm a MILF. I have no kids. <laughs> I'm like, what? When he's upset in his house and he's like, she's like, does it get boring sleeping next to the yes, same person every great. night? <laughs> or is it weird sleeping next to the same person every night? <laughs> Marco's like, my wife is basically kidnapped right now. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I don't want to have this conversation with you. That was pretty funny. Yeah, it's it's funny when he's saying, you know, you don't you need to tell me what I want to hear. She's like, well, what do you want to hear? I don't know what you want to hear. So, I mean, she she was surprisingly the comic relief this episode, mm-hmm. and it, I liked it. She was my favorite part. Yeah, I agree. I agree. The milk line and like this, the deadpan answer. I'm not married, or I don't have any kids. I don't have any kids, <laughs> or yeah, or just. But then other times, like when Gus is very upset, and she was like, I'm busy, I'm working. Then I was like, now I wish she would like come back out and do what she did last week and really connect with somebody. But she didn't. Yeah, I mean, she is. She has been the one that's been there for Goose more than his than father. The, yeah, or Alma, because it seems like Alma was too wrapped up in Kenneth. Oh yeah, and almost. I mean, how many kids is it? Three. The three. Oh yeah. But I mean, Goose isn't really isn't oh, isn't her ch- biological son. That's right. You know, it's her stepson. Yeah. So. I don't know, but this whole thing, you know, with David, it was just kind of, it just seemed too easy. Like, everything just seemed to be happening too easy. You know, there was no fight for anything. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the thing. That's, I guess, I, I maybe, I, I retract what I said earlier. That I, I, I'm sold that he's done all these things, but I feel there's another piece of the puzzle that we're missing. Mm-hmm. And I think we saw it in the next on where, where Sonia said something about it doesn't make sense. So there was some line. It, I forgot what it was. I don't but know. it it, gave, it it led me to believe that there's some piece of the puzzle that just well it seems like there's a piece of the puzzle it seems like he has a bigger picture here and just he's just screwing around with Marco now you know he's just trying to make it hard for him but like Sonia said he was in the FBI he knows everything they're going to do then why you know why are they doing things in such a methodical way. Why are they doing it the way they'd normally do it? Why don't they take a step back and do it differently? Exactly. It- because she's driving to the safe house. He knows where she's going. Yeah, and there. I mean, even with the with the stakeout, with the meeting of August, like they have the they have the the creepy looking van parked around the corner, and the guy on the roof. Yeah, and, and like he didn't even need to you know binoculars to see. He him. literally looked up and could see him. I mean, that it was sloppy. Yeah, it was sloppy. Here's the thing: you just said he's an FBI agent. He knows you're going to be there with the van. He knows you're going to have people looking for him. Hide a little better. Yeah, do something. Hide a little bit better. That's all you had to do. Get a guy like maybe two buildings away. And, like get a. A different, like a Prius or something? Black the windows? I don't right? know. Just do something different than that, that setup. Here's my thing. So he was sitting at that table, you know, ready to meet Gus. I don't know what his original plan was. If they weren't there with him, was he going to bring him to the house? What, what was he going to do with him? But he didn't write the GPS coordinates down until he saw that the 
police were there. He didn't write that till he saw that and then had that delivered. So maybe it was one of those things where it's like, I want one or the other. If I can't kill Alma and the girls, then I want to have hmm. Gus. Or if I can't have Gus, then I'm going to have Alma and the girls. Like, maybe it was just, maybe it's, you know, one of those things is going to affect Marco greatly. I have, I have a dumb question. Was that... <laughs> Was was that no question is a dumb question? Was that Gus that was in the in the hoodie, or was that somebody no, else? No, it was somebody else. I'm pretty yeah, sure. I couldn't tell. I didn't think it was, but I just want to make no, sure. No, Gus was was Sonia. Yeah, at the precinct, right. and um, you know, it just all of it frustrated me. I just felt like I should have been on the edge of my seat, and I wasn't. Mm-hmm. You know, I wasn't worried for Alma and the girls. Yeah, I, wasn't. I was for about us like tenth of a second when. When she was in the corner of the room, and they were in the other corner. Yeah, I was like, eh, maybe those girls were not freaking out. No. They weren't asking questions. They were pretty chill. And here's the thing. It's like, you have these little children. They got an abundance of energy. Have them kick a hole in the wall or have them do something. Like, or do something. Put do them to work. Some, yeah. Like, I think if it was me and my mom, she'd be like, Paige, you start digging a <laughs> hole right now. And I would just do it. I mean, if my mom's like, I have a big bomb in my hands. Like, let's chop, chop. That grenade went off a little more. Like, I was thinking, oh, it's just be a little explosion. It went off a little bit bigger than I was thinking. So yeah. you couldn't just throw it to the corner of the room. It was... Well, no, what I wanted her to do was, like, get a hole or, like, kick one of the the the, the boards out and throw it outside. Like, yeah, that was... Far yeah. enough away. And he's like, when you stop, you have five seconds. So you figure five seconds doesn't sound like a long time, but it's a decent amount of time. I don't think she could have to cut out the torque to get it if you just put your hand if out If you're just, window. like... Check yeah, it out. It I don't still would have been kind of close, I think. It might have been kind of close, but she didn't seem to care at all. She was just there crouching over it. She tried kicking like one time, but she just held it and was like shaking and sweating. The pin thing, that was pretty... I wouldn't have thought about that putting the nail thing in. That was very clever. It didn't work, but it no, was clever. No, but it was a good good try. It was very clever. And she also... I don't know. Alma... Gosh. She wasn't even like comforting the girls. I mean, it's fine if you don't want to try and escape and you just wait for somebody to come back and get you. But maybe be like, it's okay. Like, it's all right. Like, why don't you lie down? Take a nap. Like, play a game. Like, distract them. Don't just let, leave mm-hmm. them sitting there. Alma was not on your good side this episode, was she? No. I mean, I just felt like she put herself in a bad situation. Regardless of Kenneth, if Kenneth was a good guy or a bad guy, you've known him for how long? I mean, you've known him, you've worked with him, but how long have you actually been seeing him outside of work? And now you're going to pick up your kids yeah, and take them with you, not answer your phone, not tell anybody where the kids are, you know, and put yourself in the hands of somebody else. I mean, I think as just a mom, she would have had a better instinct. It's like, you don't, you're not even divorced from your husband, and yet mm-hmm. you're bringing your daughters into something completely different i think that was where i'm annoyed that's true and there was that big gap too like what happened you know when they were driving off in the last episode what happened between there and the next day where she like she just rounded up the kids took off like they must have just gone home and like had sex Hmm. right like possibly her clothes were there like she went to the house and then they left so they must have just gone to the house and had sex or something like that yeah I mean, I don't know. We we were we might find out, but so she's not dead. The girls are fine, which I'm thankful for. But as a viewer, I'm not as connected to them as I am to Goose. You know what I mean? Yeah, we see him course. every episode. We feel for him. We know him. This is the first time we've really seen the girls. Yeah, that's true. I mean, they they've been, they they were kind of a part, even though they didn't do much. Either. I mean, they didn't, there was they didn't even feed the hamster as they were sitting. They didn't there. even do anything. They just sat there. Why was there a hamster out in the middle of that? House? I think it was honestly so he could get them inside and say, "I have a hamster," and they would see it. And, like, play with it and not, like, run back that's out. That's really creepy. I don't really know if that's why. But, I mean, that's... <laughs> I mean, maybe just to keep them distracted. I mean, here's the thing. You lost your wife and kid. Why would you... And you know how hard that was to lose your kid. Why would you want to kill somebody? I know you want to get back at him. But those are little kids. Like, they did nothing. They played no role in this. 
Yeah, I mean, but he, that's the thing. He's a psychopath. So, I mean, it's a different, different level of thought. Was he always a psychopath? Like, he was an FBI agent. He was really good at his job. Was he always a little crazy? He just put it into his work, and now he doesn't have his work, so he's maybe, putting it into this? Maybe he was kind of... Well, he, I don't know, because it didn't seem like he was a really crooked cop from what... No, I don't what think Ruiz, he was crooked, or Marco's been saying. Maybe he was just, like, intense, yeah. you know? When he, he sets a, out on doing something, like, he does it, maybe. He was probably a good FBI agent, I would assume, just based on his work post-FBI. And now everything's coming together. They're... Uh, Marco was saying he was a really good cop. He always wanted to look into the deaths in Juarez of the girls. Mm-hmm. And so that's probably where Gedman comes up. Yeah. Well, he was also Gedman's partner at one point, so he must have known Gedman was doing that. Mm-hmm. I just, there's just so many, it's like a big spider web and everything's connected, but you don't really know what effect it's going to have on the rest of the story. Like, what, now what's going to happen? Like, he has Goose and Sonia is in the hospital. So is it just going to be another wild goose chase to get him? No pun intended. Yeah, seriously. I had goose chase. <laughs> no, but honestly, is that what's going to happen? Uh, that's the thing. I think next week is going to be a lot more intense. Because, again, like we, we both feel closer, to, closer goose. to goose now. And, and I mean, it looks like it's going to be his episode next week. Mm-hmm. I hope, I really hope everything works out well with that. Because I really do like goose. And I feel like him and Mark are finally... Yeah, I feel like, I mean, that would be a gigantic loss for a non-finale episode. I know. Even in a finale episode, that would be crazy. They'd really be throwing us a curveball if if that happened. Yeah, I'd be very surprised if Goose died. I mean, with Alma, it would have made, I feel bad saying this, it would have made sense if she died maybe because, you know, she doesn't play that huge of a role other than being his wife. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I feel like we're just, we just know more about Goose. We care more about Goose. It seems like, I mean, wouldn't... Don't you think Marco would be the intended receiver of more of this, other no, than the, the collateral he, damage? Of- he wants him to feel what he felt. Yeah. You know? It's one of those things. That it's like an eye for an eye. Like, my wife and son are dead because she was going to sleep with you, so now I'm going to sleep with your wife and then kill your wife and kids. A very symbolic ending, too, with the Sonia and Goose with, and the Yeah, with him. And so, here's the thing. So, now he knows that they have Alma. Now he knows they're going to a safe house. First off, how does he know Sonia's going to have Goose and not somebody else? He has to have eyes inside still. And, or and, and the calculated hit of that car. I mean, that was amazing. Like, how do you know? How do you know? And you're not going to get as hurt as they did. I mean, her car flipped. He was just waiting on the corner. But how did he know where they were coming from? I don't know. That was amazing. I mean, you know, maybe he knows where the safe house is. I guess. I mean, here's my thing. So, do you think he has somebody else working in there? Because he has to. How does he know all this that's going down? He has to. I but think he- we're giving him too much credit to say he's working alone. And he and he knew about the stake. He didn't know about the stakeout with Goose, but he knew Goose was with Sonia at the end. So that's yeah. Sonia could have been alone, and then what? You just ran her off the road. But how did he know? Like, how did he? He had to have waited at the intersection to pick Forever. them off. So how did he know? Like, he, somebody had to tip them off that they were going that or way. Something. I know. Or maybe these are all just guesses. <laughs> he's like, he's just maybe guessing. they'll he's be like, coming. Maybe it's this car. Boom. Boom. <laughs> I'm sure he knows. He knows who Sonia is. He knows about her. And he's been surveilling Marco. I mean, he had surveillance of Marco. So maybe he's done the same to Sonia and just assumed yeah. since Marco was with the girls, Sonia had goose. I mean, all the information you had in the uh, the wire department that they dewired. That's like another that. thing. This whole episode, like, come on, make it a little more believable. This house was set with so many bombs. Question maybe, maybe he didn't set them to go like maybe he didn't intend for them to find his home that quickly but if if they were set there's no possible way they got those 
like, how did they get in there without blowing it up? Maybe the El Paso PD has like the best bomb, bomb squad ever, and they just haven't. Maybe they haven't shown them as characters. They haven't yet, shown them up next week. It's just like you know, it's known that the bomb squad in El Paso is <laughs> just, just like the best. A plus work. <laughs> a plus work. I mean, nothing happened. They just yeah. waltz right in there. They're walking around. There's bombs everywhere. There's a lot of wires involved in that in that setup. Yeah, I think was it Hank who's like this guy had a lot of time on his hands, or was it Cooper? Maybe I don't know, but he clearly did have a lot of time on his hands. And I want to know where did he? If he, oh well, he was Kenneth Hastings, so I guess he was getting a paycheck from being Kenneth Hastings. Yeah. I was going to say, where is David Tate finding the funds to buy all these bombs and make all these bombs and make all these plans? Ma- you know, I don't know. It, but, well, he's I, Kenneth I, I, Hastings, so it, I guess he gets his paycheck. Do you think he's? You don't think he's making a six figures at the university? No, I don't. I don't. Well, I don't maybe know. he. Had, maybe he just had the stuff from being an FBI guy. I don't think they just give yeah. FBI agents bombs and they're yeah. like, here, do what you will with this. Here's a grenade. I mean, I just, I don't know. I yeah. don't know. That's a good, that's a very good point, actually. He, uh, he has to be working with a lot more people, or maybe, maybe just one or maybe two, but he was working with Jackson and now. And Childress. That's Is it the same guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he has <laughs> like, two last names. Yeah, he's, he's got the, the guy with two last names, yeah. but Jackson Childress. And then now we think he has somebody on the inside, or it seems as though he has somebody on the inside. Yeah, maybe he has somebody getting him the guns and the bombs. And well, didn't didn't they aren't they kind of didn't they tease that in the episode the Beast where he's like, oh, it's we don't know if it's one person or a hundred. The girl did, yeah, that little girl in Mexico. She said, you know, it's the Beast, and she, yeah, they asked if it was one guy, and she's like, we don't know. I mean, mm-hmm. hundreds of girls are dying, but do we think he's? I don't think he's the Beast. He well, wanted to solve the murders in Juarez. I don't think he's the one committing the, war- yeah. the the murders in Juarez. So maybe that, when this is solved, when they do have Kenneth Hastings, that's where it goes. Because they still have to solve the murder of Christina's body that they also found on the bridge. So it's not... I feel that, like she's like, such old news right now. She, Her and the judge are like, Whew, whatever. Yeah. They were seven murders ago. Who cares? I mean, honestly. But that's where it all started, was finding out what was going on in Juarez. And right now, the focus is all on David Tate, and it, none of it is on the girls in Juarez. None of it's on the prostitution or Fosto or any mm-hmm. of that. So I think if they do get David Tate, it's going to take a turn for that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's, I mean, that's, the body count is, is pretty high at this point, I think. Well, I mean, they started it off with two. Yeah. And then they had the people, nine Mexican people, trying to cross the border. I mm-hmm. mean, it's not like he was and going the, the for low numbers. And his, the daughter. Another two. I the, mean. The Mexican playboy guy. Yep. I mean, just, yeah, it's just like he's... It's endless. <laughs> it's, it honestly is endless, and it's just like how many people... I don't think it's all about Marco. I think it's just a game with Marco. I think it's just a little part of his plan that is gratifying to him. What do you think? The I mean, if Marco's not the, the ultimate prize, then who is? Do you really think he would have killed all of those people just to prove to Marco? Like, look, I killed a judge and a girl and a bunch of Mexicans and this guy. It's like... It's not just Marco. It's everybody who who he thinks is doing something wrong. Yeah. And so I don't think it ends with Marco. Mm-hmm. I think I'm, this is just more close to our hearts because we see Marco every episode. And so we feel more for him. And now we feel like it's encompassing the whole season. And it's not. If that's the show not was what, about Gedman, we'd be like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So I feel like, you know, it's right now it seems like it's all about Marco, but I don't think it is. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. It's tough. And again, if, if it is if it is part of a, a, a bigger group, then like, you know. I mean, it's just going to, you're like, like you said before, it's a spider web that just keeps going. Yes. It keeps <laughs> getting bigger and trapping more flies, mm-hmm. unfortunately, for the people of Juarez and El Paso. Now, here's an off off topic question. The university that Hastings and Alma work 
work at. Mm-hmm. Is that in is that in Juarez or is that in? I think it's in, in America. In, in America, I think it's in America because Goose also I think goes to school in America. And they live in Juarez. Yes, and or I no. was yes they live in Juarez. Um, one of our viewers commented on YouTube about how it's very easy if you live very close to the border ah. to get like a pass or some kind of paperwork where you're allowed to work in America and you just go Got back it. and forth. So it's like you do your nine to five in America, you go back to Mexico. And so Plus there's that tunnel you could take underneath the <laughs> you, you Charlotte's could house. Truck through the tunnel and go to school. That's the way he walks. <laughs> it's like, you know, your grandfather's like, I walked up seventeen hills. Goose could be like, I walked underground for three miles from Mexico to America. And I had a box of AK forty sevens. Yeah, AK forty sevens dragging behind me. I mean I don't know, but it's just I know it's very it's really hard to keep track of this whole show. Mm-hmm. I feel like we need a big book of references and like lists. And we should get one of those FBI boards and put people's faces. And- yeah, we should with the spider webs. Oh, yeah. yeah, we should do that. Make our own case. <laughs> now, here's my question, though. Um, you know how what's her face? Gina. <laughs> what's her face? Sorry, guys. Gina um, helped them draw the eyes of the beast. Oh, yeah. Were those Childress's eyes or were those Tate's eyes or they, are I, they no one's I eyes? I was looking at that this episode. I, I think they I think they're Tate's eyes. You think Tate think. was the one who killed her? Well Childress was pretty sure he was like, I didn't kill her with that bone saw. That's not my bone yeah, saw. That's not his style either. Childress is more He was more like I'm a shoot machine you. gun. Yeah, type. I'm gonna shoot you down. Yeah. That was totally Tate, I think. Yeah, but they haven't said those eyes are Tate's, so I'm wondering if they have connected oh, yeah. it. Like maybe there's some maybe there is a beast who's killing the girls. But then, but then the beast would be in cohorts with David Tate. I don't understand. Yeah, he might be the the the, the, the other missing Person. link of the puzzle. Yeah, yeah. But I you're right. I was looking at those eyes this episode when they in the background. They, yeah, you saw them were... real quickly, and because we asked our viewers to uh, hold up the eyes and watch the show and like compare. I don't think any of you did it because I didn't either. It yeah, takes too, somebody, somebody please to too s- hard to like compare. <laughs> send send to us everybody. a screenshot if you did that. I know, right? But some. Maybe they are Tate's. I don't know. I'll have to go back after this and like compare his yeah. face to the eyes. But <laughs> I don't know. It just wouldn't make sense if he was also the Beast. So Yeah. No, that wouldn't make sense at all. But, I mean, it really does seem to be playing out that we're just, you know, we're at the tip of the iceberg. It's just, it's all going to go downhill from here. I think we're just going to learn more and more. And it's going to really, like, unravel on us. I think the mm-hmm. end of the season is going to get pretty crazy. And we're actually, we're we're nearing the end somewhat. I mean, we're more than halfway through. It's getting close. Yeah. And so, who knows what we'll find out. Hopefully, David Tate doesn't hurt Goose in any way. That's what I'm really concerned about this I think I'm, I'm pulling for Goose. I think he I think he can out, I think he can make it out of this one. I think he can, too. You so look a little worried. I, I am There's worried. some concern. I, I really like him, and I feel like he's like a he's like a tough guy. You know, at first, they're like, oh, he's in trouble at school. He's not doing well. But now I feel like he just wants love. He just wants to be loved. And he's just your average angst-ridden teenager. I mean, Exactly. I think- he's a teen. Like, And I don't want him to die. He's a teenager. I mean, We've already killed one teenager. I know. Oh, poor Gina. And her parents could care less where she was. I mean, it's parents, love your children. It's not that hard. That's the, that's the ultimate message. Of that's the all you got to do. This whole show is a, just be a good person, <laughs> and, and ultimate, then this won't happen to and you. And don't get involved in nefarious activities that involve tunnels or guns or... Or affairs. Or affairs. Yeah, no adultery never. because it just ends badly for everybody. Well, look at it. If, if Marco never cheated on Goose's mother, he never would have stirred this up in David Tate. David's wife never would have died and now none of this would be happening. This is all this is going to all it's be all traced Marco's back to Marco. Fault because of adultery people. I know I harp on this almost every episode, but 
that's what it comes down to. Adultery does not pay. It does not pay off. And it's it's not good for Goose and it's not good for David and it's not good for anybody. Marco's not like there was a point where I thought he was an okay cop, but now his cop skills are, are diminishing every episode. Yeah, no, I'm I still like him. I don't think he's a bad guy. I just don't think he takes responsibility for his actions, and I think he's too you know, I mean, I understand he's working in Juarez and he's got his El Capitan telling him all these things he has to do, else he as the cop will end up in jail for not doing them. I just, you know, I expect more out of him. I expect him to be a better person. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I think he's a good guy at heart. I think he has good intentions. And like he always says, he's like, to me, it's just sex. Like with these women, like with Charlotte, it was just sex. With Jill Tate, it was just sex. But what happens after the sex is a big <laughs> deal to other people. Mm-hmm. And I don't think he takes responsibility for that. <coughs> so me. I just think I want to see more from Marco. I want to see a better guy. And I, I'm, I, I don't know. And a little, a little better cop skills. And then I think he'll. Yeah, you know. because Sonia's like kicking his butt. She but is. She, she's, granted, she's got an eye for that. And it's all black and white and to the, her. And the chief is just worthless. No, I mean, Hank, you know, he's old. He's, he's been a nice guy, game but, a long time. And he gave Sony the chance. But I mean. Yeah, as a cop, he's maybe not the best person to be in charge of this. Maybe not, but small understaffed police force. That's the El Paso PD. I mean, I the don't best know. bomb squad on earth. With the best bomb squad. On, well, maybe he's part of the bomb squad. Maybe that's maybe his that's thing? why they keep him around. I don't know. I know <laughs> he they put make, in there by himself and just yeah, he's like snip oh, some good. wires. <laughs> I mean, yeah, because he makes rookie mistakes. Like when they did let Gina go to the bathroom by herself and all of those things. It's it, there's there's little pieces that they could be doing better. <laughs> what was I? I was watching something else this week. It, and they let somebody go to the bathroom, and I'm like, wait, no, no, and he's going to see... Oh, I think it was Breaking Bad, but different show. Never mind. Different show. But did they run out the window or not? <laughs> no, he, when uh, Jesse went to Oh, the, I know what yeah. you're talking about. Yeah. I was like, no, he's going to go out, thinking of this show. Yeah, because that's the first thing I thought when Gina went to the bathroom. I was like, oh, she's running away. Oh, she's, yeah. going, she's gone. She's gone. And you guys aren't even thinking about it. You're just mm-hmm. sitting there eating your burgers. I don't know. This show is just too much for me, guys. And it's on a Wednesday. It's hump day. And there's just so much happening right now. <laughs> there's so much to pay, throw pay you into. Stressed. The... Yeah, yeah, it's like, it's already the middle of the week. And this show just like piles it on thick. A lot to think about. So you guys better check us out if you haven't watched us live right now. And let us know what you're thinking. Because this is a lot to handle. We need answers. We need answers. And we don't have them. And we also don't have any real news and gossip this episode. But I'm sorry, guys. There's not much going on. Diane Kruger was seen on the red carpet, though, with her. I don't think he's her fiance yet, but her boyfriend. And they looked very nice. But I did, as Dave always does for you guys, I wanted to shout out the people who commented on YouTube this week. We had Wicked D95. I think the next one is Christine Neon 16. What FC? The Adrian Flo, the Big Bad, and Eduardo Torres. So thank you guys. Your input, like I said, is really important to us. And it helps us kind of break down the episodes because I go through them before the show and it really helps us figure out the details we missed last episode. So now that we have majority of the details besides the one we skipped, do you have any predictions? Yes, and now, you're after Buzz TV. Predictions. I predict mm-hmm. that Charlotte is pregnant. Ooh, with Ray's child with, or or uh, with Marcos? Ray, with Ray's child. I was going to say, <clears throat> that's why I thought for sure it was Ray was going to get off this week, then find out she was pregnant, then Marco was going to think it was her kid, but I think she's pregnant. 
Okay, I wasn't thinking that. I don't know what I'm thinking on that front, like on the Charlotte front. I just think it's kind of going to blow up in her face. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm thinking. Honestly, I don't have any more m- predictions really other than I think Gus is going to be fine. As much as I am worried about him and the outcome of the show um, or his fate on the show, I think he's going to be fine because, like we said, he's too big of a character right now to mm-hmm. kill off yeah. so soon. I think I personally as a fan would be extremely upset to see him go. I'd become very attached to his character. I would be kind of – like that would – I would be really angry after that. I, yeah, episode. I would be very upset if they were to kill him Bitter. off. Bitter. But outside of that, um, obviously, Marco and Almar are going to rekindle their love for one another or whatever you want to call it at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, and hopefully we just learn more about Sonia. I'm really hoping we just, like, we haven't heard about her sister's death in a while. We haven't heard anything about her personal life. I'm hoping after the goose thing, we get more personal information about Sonia. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think that would be nice to hear. That would be nice. So hopefully that is what happens because that's what I want. I don't know what you guys want, but let us know. And thank you guys for tuning in as always. I am your host for this evening, Paige Sullivan. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Paige Sell. That is P-A-I-G-E-S-U-L-L. I am Tommy Rosero. You can find me on Instagram at Thomas J and Twitter at Thomas J-R. That's Thomas J-A-Y-R. All right. And so make sure you tweet us if you have anything you want to chat about during the week. And we will be back next week. Thank you guys for watching. And we will see you later. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you yeah. later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.